Welcome to the season five finale of Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures League presented by ChangeUp. My name is Owen Chadrick. Thank you everybody for tuning in, watching and listening all season long. This is our 2022 Futures League championship special. The Nashua Silver Knights defeated the Vermont Lake Monsters 6-5 in game three to capture the series 2-1 to and the 2022 title. It was an unbelievable game. Noah Walker got it started for the Silver Knights going five and two-thirds innings. The back and forth and the lead changes were the story in this game. Nashua gets out to an early lead. Brian Schaub has a big hit to make it 3-1. Nashua makes it 3-2 before the MVP of the championship series, Jack McDermott, hits a big home run to make it 4-3. But Vermont comes back to take the lead thanks to Connor Bowman, who is certainly their MVP in this championship series. Top of the ninth, Kyle Wolf comes out, delivers a two-run homer to give the Silver Knights the lead, and the Silver Knights would keep that lead despite bases loaded, one out in the bottom of the ninth, and win the Futures League Championship. It was an unbelievable Game 3. Congratulations to both the Lake Monsters and the Silver Knights on incredible seasons. We had plenty of interviews after the game with some of the stars of the Silver Knights and the Silver Knights organization, and to get it started... We've got the MVP of the championship series, their most important player down the stretch in Jack McDermott. He talks about his summer overall, but also tensions that were high in that final game and what it was like to come out on top as a champion. To get us started here on the 2022 Futures League Championship Special, here is Jack McDermott. We'd like to welcome our first guest here on the 2022 Futures League Championship Special. It is Jack McDermott, the MVP of the championship series. Jack, how you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. And so let's take you back a couple of days ago. Will Andrews delivers the pitch. The fly ball was caught and you guys were champions. What was racing through your head knowing that all your hard work paid off and you were officially a champion? Yeah, it was a crazy feeling. Um, and awesome. You know, it was a long season. Uh, we had a ton of ton of ups, a lot of downs, um, but to finish on top, knowing all the work we put in, um, you know, all the time that was spent on the field, at the field, it was definitely a great feeling. Yeah, you had a lot of ups, as you said, but there were downs too. You guys were in the basement in, in early June, mid-June, but you battled back out of the basement and are now on top of the world. How, what does that mean to knowing, as you said, that you put the hard work in and, and now it, it means something at the end with you holding the trophy? Yeah, it, I mean, it's something special for sure um, to know all that we that we overcame. Um, I think, you know, in the beginning of the season, we were all a little unfamiliar with each other. So as we spent more and more time together and started to mesh and gain that chemistry, um, we got things on a roll a little bit. And everyone, everyone started playing really well. I mean, our pitchers pitched amazing. They were kind of our backbone all year. And offense scraped runs across. And, and yeah. And you talk about that pitching and no performance was better or gutsier than the performance that Noah Walker delivered on the mound for you guys in game three. What was it like? Obviously he's a reliever. He doesn't start that often. So what was it like seeing him get the start and put in the work that he did to get you guys to where you are right now? Yeah, it was, it was really good. Um, he was just eating innings. Uh, you know, he, he was a reliever, like you said. So to come out and start and, you know, eat four or five innings, I think, um, and then have Cole and, and Will come in afterwards to slam the door uh, was really special. He pounded the zone, you know, all of his pitches were working and he kept us in the game so we could, you know, have a good one last push. Um, 
And that last push, as you mentioned, was big time because of you. You were the MVP of the championship series. You hit a home run to what would have given you the lead at first, but we'll talk about the Wolf home run in a minute. But what was it like knowing that you were the MVP of the championship and making so much of an impact in the playoffs when it mattered the most? Uh, yeah, it was great. I mean, I wish I, you know, was swinging like this all season, but uh, <laughs> um, found, found it at the right time for sure. Uh, I was seeing the ball really well and trying to put my best swings on it. And, you know, credit to, to everyone else as well. I mean, you know, our team, team was hot and, and uh, you know, pushed hard to, to beat a very good team with Vermont. Yeah, and that very good team showed itself in the ninth inning when Kyle Wolf comes up, gives you that big home run to give you guys the, the final lead before you were champions. What was it like watching that home run fly over the fence? I can't even imagine. It was, it was a surreal feeling for sure. I mean, I kind of blacked out a little bit. I can't remember much, to be honest. All the energy was just, just racing, um, watching at, at second base and just look up and the ball just took off off his bat. I mean, the exit velo must have been crazy. And then, you know, the place was roaring. We had our fans there that, that took the fan bus, um, so making some noise over our dugout, and it was just really a crazy feeling. So from that to the bottom of the ninth, where the pressure was on, the bases were loaded. It, it could have gotten ugly, but it didn't. What what was what was going through your head then? I mean, that's yeah. That's I was just guess. I was just trying to stay as calm as I could. You know, um, like I said, the fans were going wild, so just trying to trying to take some deep breaths, calm the heart down a little bit. I'm sure I'm sure Will was this too. Um, but you know, he was slamming the door all season, so. You know, I had, I had a ton of confidence in him, as I'm sure, you know, our entire team did. And, yeah, it was about put two good um, two good pitches to the last two batters, and we were able to get out of it and, and win it all. Yeah, certainly an unbelievable ninth inning in game three. And let's go back even further to the semifinals, where you guys, in your first game in the playoffs, you come in, three hits, five RBIs. It was an unbelievable – and two home runs, too, which was un incredible – how did it feel for you to kind of get the momentum rolling right off the bat and coming in and just trying to slam the door as quickly as possible to get you guys a title? Yeah, I think that was a huge part of it, you know, getting the momentum um, from the very beginning. We were playing, you know, a great team away in the, in the bees. Um, so, you know, to come out in that way and to kind of to put the foot down almost from the start definitely helped and kind of eased, eased everyone as well, at least, you know, eased, eased my nerves. Um, but yeah, it was great to, you know, get the hits in, um, get some good swings on the ball throughout the lineup, uh, moving forward in the playoffs, and we could kind of just keep building off off that first game. Yeah, and that first game obviously leads you guys into the championship where you are now. So to kind of wrap up here, you played in forty seven, or sorry, you played in fifty two games this season. You had over one hundred and seventy at bats. You were an all star on Team Lara. It was an overall great summer for all of us, but from you specifically, from a player's perspective, what were your thoughts on your summer with the Futures League? You know, I thought it was a great experience just getting more and more college at bats. I feel like it really helped um, prepare me for the fall and eventually the next college summer, uh, college season. And yeah, like you said, playing so much every day, definitely gained a lot of respect for uh, MLB and minor league players and the seasons they go through. 
but yeah, just playing great competition um, every single day, great pitching. It, it was really, really helpful. Yeah. It was an incredible summer. The 64 game season. Well, now it was what? 60, 68, 69 game season for you has come to an end, but it was a great summer. Jack, congratulations on winning the championship and the championship MVP. Thank you so much for joining me this morning and good luck at Amherst this fall. Thank you. We want to thank Jack so much for coming on the show. It was great to hear from him and great to see how his success culminated right at the end there for the Silver Knights. And he was certainly their MVP during that postseason run. Now, organizations in the Futures League certainly start, all of them start from the top on down. And nobody knows this more than the owner of the Nashville Silver Knights, John Creedon Jr., who just picked up his 10th overall title, six with Nashua, four with Worcester. And he talked about how much this one meant with me on the field after the game. We have got John Creedon Jr. and Quinn Creedon, two champions, 2022 Futures League champions, Nashua Silver Knights. How are you guys feeling after uh, picking up the title? Pretty special, Owen. This was, uh, this was, this was something really special. It was a, it was a heavyweight bout. Uh, it went all of 10 rounds and yeah, it's, it feels pretty surreal right now. Pretty, pretty special. Quinn, how you feeling? Good. Heck yeah. And John, you had a pretty emotional moment with Kyle on the sidelines just after you guys won. What does it mean for you guys to pick up another title here, your second one together? I mean, you know, the, the way that the season started was, was slow and, and not, as we had hoped, but they, when they figured it out, they figured it out fast and they got real good, real fast. And they quickly figured out how to become the best team in the league. And to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I tip my cap to the Vermont Lake Monsters. I mean, you know, they are just a model organization in every, in every way, business sense, baseball sense. I mean, they're just a, a super organization. They make our league better and stronger. And so I, you know, they gave us all we could handle. I tip my cap to them. Yeah, Centennial Field was absolutely rocking tonight with both. Was, with, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, that crowd. Yeah. And you were there sitting on the sidelines as Kyle Wolf blasted that home run out of the stadium to give you guys the lead. What did that mean? And what was, what was it like watching the reaction of your team, knowing that you guys were one step closer to winning this thing? I mean, you know, it, it, the, the whole game, it was just like they were landing punches, we were landing punches. The lead changed how many times? And, you know, everybody, you know, all the Vermont fans were on their feet. We were on our feet. Everybody was on the edge of their seats. I mean, everybody was keyed into every single pitch. I mean, the composure of the athletes, the student athletes themselves, was really something to, to, to admire. Um, these guys are, you know, mature beyond their, beyond their years. And uh, it was just, it was a lot of fun. You know, Kyle came through in, in the clutch. McDermott came through in the clutch. There are two guys, and they, they, they paid off, you know? So, That's summer baseball for you. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing like it. There's no, there no there brand is. of baseball like it. No, there isn't. John Creedon Jr., the owner of the Nashville Silver Knights after the, they captured the 2022 Futures League title. John Creedon Jr., one of the loudest voices and biggest names in the Futures League. That is his 10th championship overall. Six with Nashua, four with Worcester. He has been an integral part of the 12-year run of the Futures League, and we thank him for his work each and every day. And as I said, organizations from the top on down and the next level down, the GM and assistant GM, who have done an amazing job forming this team over the last three years, champions in 2020, now champions again in 2022. Cam Cook, the GM, 
Katie Aaron, the assistant GM. Let's hear from them right now. We've got the GM and the assistant GM for the 2022 Futures League champion, Nashua Silver Knights. And guys, I'll start with the obvious. The start was slow for you guys, but you, uh, you came back from the dust and now you're champions. Katie, I'll start with you. What does that mean? I mean, it means everything to us. These guys grinded every single day. They put on a good show for our fans. And I mean, it's great to win at home, but it's even sweeter to win here. Cam? I don't know, man. I don't get emotional a lot, but <laughs> that, team's, that team's fun to watch. And I don't know, if you want to go on paper, are they the best team? No, they just wanted it more than everyone else. And that's why they're here. Yeah, and a couple years ago we talked about you guys picking up random kids off the street and seeing what talent <laughs> comes with it. And uh, everybody that you picked up for the second half seemed to make an impact. What does it mean to just see those guys picked up late season making such an impact here late in the season? Yeah, and I mean it's not always like a, a D1 or, or a, a top you know conference, but you know Kyle Jeroma. Kyle Jeroma hits a, a home run in Game Two of the the um, New Britain series, and after the game he shakes my hand and hugs me and is like, "Thank you so much for having me be here." That's what we've been doing all night tonight, and uh, I am so happy we went to battle with this group of guys. It couldn't have been any other way. Katie, I mean these guys battle every single day. I know I just said that, but it's it's. These guys are special. We have a lot of returners here that didn't like how last year ended. And you know what? They, they decided to change that, and here we are now. And one last question. There are so many people here in Vermont supporting you guys and that have supported you guys each and every day. What does it mean to have the Nashua contingent here cheering you guys on? I mean, we brought a bus up of 56 people, and you know what? That 56 was heard loud and clear. We had people come up on their own, and, you know, cheering is one thing, but this group of fans travel better than anybody else in this league. Cam? I mean, it's as cool as it gets, man. Like, it's, it's awesome. We got a three-hour bus ride home, but we'll keep the party going after that. Party keeps going. Nashua is the champions. Cam, Katie, thank you. Thank you to Cam and Katie again for joining me on the field. It's so great to see how their friendship and how their leadership has turned the Silver Knights into a juggernaut once again here in the Futures League. To on the field now, the man that sets the lineups and gets it all started each and every night for the Silver Knights, it's Kyle Jackson. He's been here before. We talked about this year. We talked about 2020. Here's Kyle. We have the manager of the 2022 Futures League champion, Nashville Silver Knights, and Kyle Jackson. How are you feeling right now? Lost for words. Emotional. Proud. Um, I couldn't ask for a better group of guys that just support each other every day, come out for the grind. Um, for a 67 game season it's a long more than that probably it's a long haul and you know their team and i wouldn't want another team and i've asked everyone that i've interviewed so far but i'll ask you too it wasn't a great start for you guys it, it was from the basement to the top of the world yeah. what, what did it mean to grind all season and get back to the top and now be on top as champions well i think it's always tough when you get a group of kids you get 40 you got 40 on a roster and they don't know anyone um i mean we had a couple returning guys but you know, it takes them a while to find a role and to fit in and become a team, you know, and get to know each other and find out what what each each other can do and, you know, what how others take the approach of the game. And I think it took a while, but, I mean, you saw what they did in July with the 21, the 20 wins, um, and they just showed what they can do. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing. I mean, you look at them, they're just so happy for one another. It's not just no one feels left out. And one of those veterans that you talked about is Noah Walker, tonight's starting pitcher, who was yeah. amazing on the mound. What, what do you have to say about him? He pitches, he pitches hard out. I mean, he, uh, he just said, use me as long as you can go. 
He's like, I'll go to the max if I have to. Um, he hasn't pitched more than one inning the whole season. And I was like, you want to start? And he goes, yep. I was like, all right, we're on your back. So I couldn't be more happy for that guy with the performance that he did. Yeah, and lastly here, Cam, Katie, John Creedon, it's, you know, you guys have a dynasty here in Nashua. And uh, what do you have to say about your leadership here in, uh, in uh, Nashua? You know, we, last year was a tough one, but, um, you know, they have our, uh, Creedence have our back no matter what, whether we're finished first or not. Um, and Cam and me, I mean, we just gel so well with him being a former player and winning championships. He knows what I expect and what, and I know what he expects. So, I mean, we fit well together. It's a great group. And Katie does an amazing job. I mean, to have those two in the front office and the Creedence backing them to back me. I mean, and then with my with Brandon Martin and Spencer, he they've just they fit so well, which is awesome. I mean, we we had our ups and downs because we had to learn each other, but. At the end, we uh, figured out how to work with each other, and um, it's a great group, and I, I, hopefully they come back next year. It was almost two years ago today in 2020, we were talking just like this about a championship, and now you got another one. Kyle, congratulations. Thank you. Silver Knight to your 2022 Futures League champions. Kyle Jackson, manager of the Nashua Silver Knights. We want to thank him again for joining us. Post-game, he was very excited for his players and clearly very emotional after that game. It was great to see his leadership taking shape and gabbing a title for these Silver Knights. Now, if it weren't for this man, we may be talking about a different story here in the Futures League during the championship. In the top of the ninth, Kyle Wolf comes up and blasts a home run to give the Knights the lead. He was the story at the end of the day in Nashua after game three, and we spoke to him on the field after the game. Here with designated hitter of the Nashua Silver Knights, Kyle Wolf. And I guess you could say Duran Duran's Hungry Like the Wolf came to life tonight here at Centennial Field as Nashua wins the championship six to five. This guy right here had the biggest dream of all that you dream of when you're a kid. A go-ahead two-run home run in the ninth. First pitch swinging. Kyle, take me through it. I mean, Jack had a hell of a bat. Why Cameron pitches butt off all night, all season. He's a great pitcher. Um, and Jack McDermott battled. And then I got up there, he was, Wyatt was so locked in that I was like, he's gonna throw a strike. And I just happened to hit the ball hard and hit the ball out. So I was, it's a dream come true. And speak to the value of Jack McDermott on this team. Obviously, one game two for you guys back at home. You guys came back from a four nothing deficit. You battled through adversity in that game two, just to send it back here. What does it mean now to call yourself 2022 Futures League champions? It's amazing. I mean, going back to Jack, Jack, had since been has been here since day one and he's he worked himself into the lineup and look he paid off the series i mean he's my mvp i'm sure he's the mvp um but it's surreal i mean these guys no one else i'd rather play for no one else these teammates have your back no matter what we were down 12 nothing in the first game and we were like all the pressure's on vermont they gotta they gotta play they gotta we have they have to come to us and then game three anything can happen and we uh made some magic happen Without a doubt, and obviously, speak about Kyle Jackson, your entire coaching staff. What have what have you experienced personally in Nashville, New Hampshire this summer, and now with a championship-winning team? It's been great. I mean, all the coaches have been great. They've have our back, um, and it's just goes it goes beyond our coaches too. Like we have stats guys that give our give us reports all week. We have some of our like other interns who are out out late, clean the field. They're picking up trash. They're 
doing other stuff that goes unnoticed, and so we want to thank them um, and thank the city of Nashville for coming out. Mad Dog, everybody, we appreciate you guys, and we're glad to be bringing the championship back home. And now, obviously, that's six titles for the Nashville Silver Knights, and they get another one here at Centennial Field here in 2022. Kyle Wolf and the Nashville Silver Knights are your 2022 Futures League champions. We want to thank Kyle so much for coming on and congratulate him on a great season in Nashua. Next up, we have the man who helped guide the Silver Knights to a title with excellent, excellent starting pitching, despite being a reliever all year. He has been a voice in that locker room as a veteran for the last two years, and he talks about not only what it means to earn a title, but he has a great story for the fans right off the gate. The Nashua Silver Knights are your 2022 Futures League champions. The man to my right is a big reason why. We got Noah Walker here. Uh, Noah, you told me a story right before we went on camera. You want to uh, you want to tell the fans right yeah. here? Sure. Uh, back in Concord, me and Jonah's hometown, we had one of our best friends, coaches, family friends, mentors, everything, passed away suddenly. And my little brother won a summer ball state championship, and I told myself and Jonah and everyone out here, anything that happened tonight was for him. Wrote his name on the mound. Uh, and right before Kyle Wolf hit that home run, I looked up in the sky. I said, help me out a little bit here. And you know what happened. You know he's with us. Yeah, that's a great story. And you know, you, you said you left everything you had out there, and you certainly did. You pitched amazing tonight. How did it feel to get out there and, and help this team to the championship? You know, we had a lot going against us. Uh, a couple interesting plays, and then everything, you know, Everything pulled together for us. All the boys battled back. Everyone picked each other up. It was a great game. Wolfie picked us up. Brady picked himself up. Everything happened for a reason, and it was just an all-around great game. So flashback to the end of June. You and Jonah are on the podcast, Back to the Futures, yep. and you come on the show for about 20 minutes before we started, and we're very unhappy. Um, Kyle Wolf comes on last week, and now you guys are champions. It, it, it's quite the turnaround. I mean, we said Jonah won that ring last year with his little brother in the state championship. I said it was my turn, and somehow we did it. Just glad to be here. Noah Walker and the National Silver Knights are your 2022 Futures League champions. Noah, thanks so much. Thank you so much. We want to thank Noah Walker so much for coming on with us post-game. Really emotional story there, but glad he got to go out and get the job done for his team and for his former coach. It was great to hear. We also want to bring on Jonah Walker here, who we talked to post-game, who has similar sentiment uh, toward their friend, mentor, and coach. And also, he talked about Noah and his performance. We are here with Jonah Walker of the 2022 Futures League champion, Nashua Silver Knights. And Jonah, we had you on the podcast earlier this year, and you are not a big superstition guy. How many times did you say the word champion today? Um, before, before it was officially, you were officially named not, champion. Not many. I mean, <laughs> our goal was to come out and win it. Um, that's everyone's goal, obviously. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> I mean, we all just kept it loose. We we just did what we did, played baseball, and won. Yeah, and your brother came out and absolutely dominated today. He told us a story about your family friend that unfortunately passed away. What did it mean for him to go out there and do that and for you guys to end up on top after everything that's happened over the last couple of days? Uh, it was huge. Um, our My coach growing up, he passed away a week, ago, a week or two ago. Um, so it was just, Noah, Noah said a couple times that he like looked up to this guy for him, and he's definitely there. He was always one of my biggest supporters, one of Noah's biggest supporters. Um, so we knew he was there in heart. Yeah, 
You guys did it for him. Nashua Silver Knights are the 2022 Futures League champions. This guy, all-star Jonah Walker, a big reason why. Jonah, thank you. Thank you. The Walker brother certainly did it all year in Nashua. Thanks to Jonah for joining us. He was an all-star. He talked about what it meant to get the title here in the Futures League uh, championship game. He wanted to pitch really badly, but he's got to save it for Tulane where he's going to be excellent this season. Next up, more starting pitching. This time it's Avon Cabral, who had an excellent, excellent game one, 12 strikeout, six inning performance to help give the Silver Knights the victory over the Bees and helped accelerate their championship run. Here's Avon. All right, we're here with pitcher of the Nashua Silver Knights, Avon Cabral. If you remember back to the semifinals, game one against the New Britain Bees in New Britain, he went six innings with 12 strikeouts. Well, look what it's led to. The Nashua Silver Knights are the 2022 champions, and for the sixth time in franchise history, Avon, speak to the volume, volume of your performance along with Nolan Lincoln in that New Britain series. You guys shut them down, and it led you to this championship series. Take me through the week. What was it like for you guys as a team? I just felt like uh, we worked really well hand-in-hand, hand, and uh, we just let uh, pass it off to the next series to our teammates. Really uh, pass momentum on to the next series. Speak to the value of Kyle Jackson and the rest of your coaching staff. The culture in Nashua seems like it's very high, and you guys have had a phenomenal summer. That, of course, ends with this thing right here, the trophy. Speak to the volume of what you've experienced this summer at Holman Stadium. Uh, really, he just backed us along the way, kept our heads high, really just pushed us to be as best as we can and led to this. And as for Kyle Wolf, pretty stone-cold moment to get that go-ahead two-run shot in the ninth inning. What has he meant to this lineup? Uh, he's meant great value. Um, he's been clutch in key situations like today, and throughout the season, he's just been great. Well, yes, indeed. Congratulations, Avon, and to the Nashua Silver Knights, who are the 2022 Futures League champions. Thanks to Avon for joining us. He is certainly a big reason why the, the Silver Knights are holding up that championships trophy right now. And from starting pitching to the bullpen, we go to the man whose heart was probably beating louder than anybody in the stadium with one out and the bases loaded in the bottom of the ninth. It was the man who closed out the 2022 Futures League Championship, Will Andrews. I'm Matt Ferreira down here on the field with Futures League champion Will Andrews. Will, we were out here down here with you last night talking about closing out a game, and here we are again. What was going through your head going through bases loaded with two outs in the bottom of the ninth inning? Well, you know, uh, gave up a couple hits, you know, a little nervous out there coming in. Really good fans here in Vermont, really, really loud. Um, then I kind of honed in, got into the tunnel, got into the zone, knew my guys were behind me and filled up the zone and ended up getting a strikeout and a, a couple pop flies. So here we are. Came, off, came out of the gates cold, but here you guys are as Futures League champions. You started in seventh place. You guys came all the way back up to the top. What's that mean for the team and just for you personally? Um, well, for the team, you know, we always had our backs against the wall this whole season. Um, we came in, nobody wanted us to do it. Nobody thought we would do it. And, you know, we kind of took that to our advantage. We had the chip on our shoulder the whole season. We created a friendship, a bond between all these guys. We became brothers. And, you know, we ended up just wanting to fight for each other every day. And with smiles on our faces, here we are, Futures League champs. And like you mentioned, a friendship and a bond for life that you'll have with these guys. What's it mean to you to have this team and just for the rest of your life, you guys will be Futures League champions? Absolutely. You know, this is something that uh, I'll definitely remember for the rest of my life. I know 
all these guys will remember it for the rest of your life. Uh, you don't you don't win a championship every year, so this is a great feeling for sure. Thank you. Congratulations, and go back to celebrating. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much to Will for joining us. Will, <laughs> you know, got a little shaky there for a minute, but he kept his own and got the Silver Knights out of the jam to win the title. And for a guy, I'm keeping it in the bullpen, a guy who has been on the Silver Knights for a few years now, knows what it means to be a champion. He won it in 2020. It's Shea Ryan. We are here with Shea Ryan of the 2022 Futures League champions, Nashua Silver Knights. How does that feel? It feels absolutely unbelievable. I wasn't able to perform for my team because I was on the disabled list, but I made my way, made myself known, and I've absolutely unreal, unreal. And hey, it's not the first time you won a championship. No. You are a two-time Futures League champion. What did it mean to be a veteran presence in this locker room and help these guys gel together? It actually helped a lot, especially the guys that came from last year because we were bottom of the leaderboard the whole year and we fought till the end, missed playoffs last year by one game. And all the vets said, we're getting a ring this year. It's ring or failure. And we spoke that in existence since day one. And so happy, so happy. Yeah, you got that ring. And again, I've, I've asked everybody this, but you guys didn't start off hot at all. You were quite, quite very low in the league, to say the least, but you battled back and you're now the champions of the league. What does that mean to you? It actually means so much more because when you start from the bottom, it's so much sweeter when you end up at the top. Un unbelievable. Shea Ryan of the Nashua Silver Knights, your 2022 Futures League champions. Yeah, Shea, clearly it was unfortunate that he could not pitch down the stretch in this run because of injury but great to see him still with the team and supporting them as much as he can. And a pitcher is nothing without their battery mate in catcher. We had Greg Bozzo on the field as well, talking about winning the championship. He is a two-year vet of the league. He's been around the circles before. And obviously last year wasn't the Silver Knights year, so he talked about this year and what it meant, among other things. Here's Greg. I'm here with Futures League champion Greg Bozzo. Greg, Greg Bozzo, what does it mean to come out on top this season? It means everything. This is what we worked for, and we grinded every single day for this. I truly believe we deserve it, and, and God blessed us with it. That was why. You know, talk about just, you know, coming from, from behind. You lose the first game, and also er, 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 earlier in the season, you were, you were low in the standings. How do you guys fight back and still stay positive and to end up on top? Yeah, that was one of the, the, the things that was first said after we won. Remember, we were 8-17. and 17. And it just shows how gritty we are, a testament to the guys. And uh, it, that's, it makes it mean all that much more. Uh, it definitely means more. It's, it's, it's an unreal, it's a I'm loss of words. I mean, really, it's, it's crazy. Greg Bozzo, Futures League champion. Thanks so much to Greg Bozzo for joining us. And last but certainly not least, as good of a locker room guy as it comes and also a pretty damn good pitcher on the mound, he appeared twice in the playoffs to help the Silver Knights land the 2022 Futures League title. It's Zach Getshire. I'm Matt Ferreira down here on the field with 2022 FCBO champion Zach Getshire. Zach, love the ring to that. Love the ring to that. Zach, you've been in the league for a few years now. And this is your first championship. What's it mean to you to finally get to the top? Uh, it just means everything. You know, this team, they came in day in, day out. Even when we were tired, um, these guys worked their tails off. And I couldn't be prouder of the rest of the guys in that locker room. I mean, they 
they did it all. They did it all. No better teammates. Um, it was just awesome. It's an unreal feeling. It's actually outstanding. And you personally, you've pitched your tail off all year, coming out of the bullpen in tough situations, and even in playoffs you've seen it. What was the key to your success? I think the key is just, like, go right at guys. You know, your stuff plays. Um, it's all about confidence. Come in with confidence and you're going to win games. You know, that's the biggest thing, uh, and even in tough situations. So that's that's been my mindset. You know, no one's going to beat me. That's what it is. And do you have a specific memory from this year that will stick with you for life? Uh, I think this is definitely going to stick with me for life. But uh, I don't know. I think just the whole the whole year. I don't have one specific moment. These guys, I mean, they're family. They're family. They're going to be at my wedding. They're going to be at everything. And uh, I, I can't thank these guys enough for being great teammates to me, the interns, the staff, everything. Uh, I love these, this organization with all my heart. So that's what's going to stick with me. Thank you, and once again, congratulations to the 2022 FCBL champion, go, Zach Kitsch here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much to Zach for joining us after the game. Well, folks, that's it. The Futures 2022 Futures League season has come to an end. The Nashua Silver Knights are your champions. It was an incredible 64-game summer. We had the You Choose the Rules night in Worcester. We had education days across the Futures League. We had another great all-star game in New Britain. We had a couple of famous major league sons. The Futures League continues to grow in every single way, every single year. An unbelievable Futures League playoffs, first featuring first-timers in the New Britain Bees and Westfield Starfires, the back-to-back -back champions, and the all-time champion leaders making it to the finals and playing one of the best game threes we've seen in Futures League history. An incredible 2022 summer, and that is because of you, the fans. Thank you all so much for coming in each and every day, making such an impact with your voices on and off the field. We cannot wait for 2023. Stay tuned for not only more championship content, but more all-star game content and more season content before we have another season of Back to the Futures coming at you later this year. Thank you guys so much. This has been the season finale and the champion 2022 Futures League Championship special on Back to the Futures, the official podcast of the Futures League. We have new episodes coming out later this year or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Thank you so much, everybody, once again, and we'll see everybody soon.